Hey everyone, how is everyone doing? Oh my goodness, it's been like, I think maybe almost two months since I have been able to get on uh, on Nadine's Dose of Inspiration podcast. I've missed you guys like crazy. But you know, um, I just had to pause for a moment because there were some things that were happening that I need to, great things, but I needed to um, put my my focus and my attention to and just prioritize. You know, there are things that are great that we get to do in life, but we just also have to make sure that those things are being prioritized so that we don't we don't mishandle any assignments that are bef- that's before us. So I had to do that, um, and it's been good. It's been good. It's been healthy. Um, one of the things that I'm doing too, hello, um, you all know that I, I, I've been I've changed the way I eat and all of that stuff, but I also went back to the gym, which was, has been so good that Ben's and I have been able to go do the gym together and just spend that time together. So that's been really neat and fun. Um, and, uh, God has just been showing up. He's so faithful, right? Uh, he's really been, uh, showing himself strong and mighty in my life. And, you know, his invitation is always for me to surrender, to yield, to trust him. Right. Um, and it's been, it's been amazing. It really has. Um, but you know, I hope everyone has been doing good. I've been getting some of you guys message like, um, come on, Nadine, I'm missing the dose. Where's my dose? I'm ready for the dose. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've heard you. I, I listen, I'm like, okay, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. So it's just good to be on here with you all. I'm not going to be on here for a long time because I have something to do right after this. So I'm going to make sure that I'm just careful with, um, how much time that, um, that, um, how long I'm, I'm, I'm on here with you all. I have a lot to cover. So, um, welcome to, um, podcast. Uh, what is this? 28 podcast, 28. Yes. I have a new hairdo. Hey, <laughs> love it. Ben's loves it, which is always a, a plus because he really comments on my hair. So, uh, he was like, babe, I like that. I was like, you do. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we'll see how long it lasts, but you know, for right now, I like it. I really do. So, um, this is podcast number 28. Shout out to all my YouTube family, um, Apple podcasts, Google, um, Twitch, um, where, where else we're at Amazon, um, so on and so on and so on. Shout out to all of you guys that are uh, watching or listening in. Um, thank you for your faithfulness and just thank you for coming along for the journey, right? I tell people, for those of you that are new to Nadine's Dose of Inspiration, I tell people that um, really and truly, God, it's been almost, it's been a year. It's been a year because I launched the podcast, I think it was May of last year, you know, in the midst of the pandemic. And um, it's been one year, this this May that that just passed, it was one year. And so I'm grateful for the journey. Um, I've told, you know, those of you that are regulars with Nadine's Dose of Inspiration, you already know this, but those of you that are joining, you know, you're fairly new to Nadine's Dose of Inspiration, go back and listen to podcast one, two, blah, 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 all the way to 27. And yes, this is 28. And then also listen to my sermons. I have some sermons on my YouTube channel. If you're not familiar with my YouTube channel and you're listening to me through some other podcast podcast platforms, go to Nadine um, Raphael and just check out my YouTube channel. I have tons of videos and stuff like that for you to, you know, hopefully be a blessing to you. Um, but anyway, 
Um, I um, tell people all the time that Nadine's dose of inspiration is for three purposes. And that is number one, to inspire people to believe, believe God and believe what God says about them. So believe in themselves, right? I think um, it's hard for you to believe in yourself when you don't believe in the one who created you. And it's when you start, and you may not, you may struggle and have some doubts along the way. Um, and God is okay with those doubts, you know. Um, he's bigger than our doubts. Um, but the more you just, you know, ask God to help your unbelief and help you in your doubts, he does. And he shows you great and mighty things that your mind can never conceive on its own. So believe, um, inspiring people to believe in God and believe in themselves. Um, because the more you believe in God, the more you can now embrace not just who you are, but who you created you to be, because you're not fully who you're supposed to be. You're on a journey of transformation. When it comes to God, there's a journey of transformation. There's a journey of development. There's a journey of discovery, right? Discovering what he has placed on the inside of you and why he placed it on the inside of you. So inspiring people to believe and then inspiring people to overcome. We have so many things that we have to overcome, whether it's our past, whether it's present obstacles that are in front of us, or it's a mentality, um, that is, in, that is, um, 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 obstructing how we see what God is trying to show us. So inspiring people to overcome. And then finally inspiring people to go, to move from where you are to the next that God has for you. God is not a stagnant God. He continues to push us on this road of trajectory, on this road of elevation, on this road of lifting, lifting us from one level to another level, grace to grace, faith to faith, strength to strength, glory to glory. He's constantly moving us upward, onward and forward. And so I inspire people to move. And so that's the three elements, inspire people to believe, inspire people to overcome and inspire people to go. And so if that's, if you're new, that's what Nadine's dose of inspiration exists for. Okay. But without further ado, I want to jump right in because I told you guys I'm not going to be on here long and I mean it. Yes, I do. Um, okay. So we're going to jump, um, right in. I've been, I've been thinking about some things, um, lately, a lot of things I, I, I write as God gives me certain downloads and God shows me certain things and give me certain revelations. I just write them down. Sometimes it's for a podcast now or in the future, or sometimes it's just for me to tuck and stew on it because it's not developed yet, but there's something that's been brewing on my heart. And it's this issue of time, the time that we have, the time that we have been allotted and what we do with the time that we have. The highest commodity is time. And you know what the, the crazy thing about time is once it's gone, you, you, you naturally self cannot go back and get it. Once it's past, it's past. And so time is such an important factor, especially for us understanding that time on this side of eternity, where we live and how we live on this side of, um, 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 the eternal spectrum time is finite, is not infinite. 
meaning that it will not last forever on this, on, on this side of eternity. And yet we live contradictory to that truth. We live as if we have all the time in the world, right? And when we live like we have all the time in the world, we don't seize opportunities because we say to ourselves or we think to ourselves, well, I, well, I have time for that. And so what we do with time, we mismanage it. Another way, another words to say, another word I can use is we waste time. Time is so important. It's not just the time, the schedule, the calendar. I'm not just talking about just that. I'm talking about what we are doing with the time we have been given. You will not last forever on this type side of eternity. There comes, there will come a day where you will cease to exist on this earth, where your time will come to an end on this earth. And you will have to give an account for what you did with the time that was given to you. In that time structure, the time that we have been given has been given for us to live out, every one of us, to live out our destiny. We all have a time frame in which we are to live out our destiny. I believe that most people die without ever living out their destiny. There are many um, um, bodies in the graves, bones in the graves, many coffin in the grave that um, obtains or that conceals that are, is housing destiny, meaning a person died and took destiny with them. They never lived out their destiny. It died with them. When they took their last breath, the potential to live out their destiny went along with them. So what is destiny? Destiny simply means God's plans and purpose for his children conceived long before we were born. God's plans and purpose for his children that was given long before we were born. God has a plan and a purpose for creating each and every one of us. And he has assignments that he has laid out for us to accomplish while we are here on earth. This is why we are on the earth to begin with, not only to worship him. Yes, but we worship him when we live out the reason why he created us to begin with, why he gave us life to begin with. When we live that out in a way that's honoring and pleasing to him, that is worship. But many of us don't even spend the time to, to try to figure out, God, what is my destiny? Why am I here? Right? So for instance, God said to Jeremiah before Jeremiah, the prophet in the Bible, and he says it to all of us, but this is specifically for Jeremiah. He said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before I formed you in the womb. I knew you before you were born. I sanctified you, meaning I set you apart. I ordained you. I assigned for you to be a prophet to the nations that's found in Jeremiah one verse five, God was giving Jeremiah his destiny. Here's what God said. Your destiny was already assigned to you before you were ever in your mother's womb. You are here on purpose. You are here for a purpose. And not only that, you are here with a purpose. Here you are. 
you're here and here is your destiny. So you're on one side for those of you that are not watching YouTube. So you can't see my hand and what's happening with my hand, but you're on one side and your destiny is on the other. And so God is saying to Jeremiah, he's showing Jeremiah his destiny. He said, what was his destiny? I ordained you. I assigned for you. I set you apart to do what? To be a prophet, Jeremiah to the nations. So he shows Jeremiah the end result. He shows Jeremiah the ultimate reason why you're here, what you're here to do. You're, the ultimate reason is to worship God, but what are you here to do is your destiny. God shows it to us, the end result, and then he backs us up to the very beginning. And then he tells you now live it. Yeah, I'm showing you. So people have probably have told you some things that were prophetic over your life that man, this is, and you probably feel destiny beating on the inside of you. That there is more that, man, if I could only do that, or man, I have a desire to do this. And destiny can sometimes be so audacious. It can be so elaborate. Like how in the world am I going to do that? But that's when God is in it. If it's something that you could do on your own, no big deal. Oh, yawn at it. Uh, maybe it's good, but maybe it's not your full out destiny, right? And so, but God shows you those things. And now he's asking you to live it out, to walk it out, to, to now start from the beginning and walk out the journey leading you to your destiny. The space between where you are here and where your destiny is here is called your journey, or I like to call the process. There's a process along the way. Jeremiah went through some things. There's a process along the way, but he stayed fruitful and faithful, I should say, to his destiny. And because of his faithfulness, he was a fruitful prophet unto the Lord. Um, this space called destiny, called the process, it's not a road of ease. It's not a smooth road. It has, it's bumpy at times. It's not a road without perhaps setbacks or disappointments or hurt or, or failure or what I like to call roadblocks, obstacles. There are obstacles that are designed to stop me, to stop you from ever getting to your destiny. Jeremiah went through it. Um, um, Joseph went through it. David went through it. Uh, you have probably, I'm sure, met along the, the road, the obstacles along the road. I definitely can attest to that, the obstacles around, uh, uh, along the journey. And this is to get me to stop, give up, throw away, fold my hands and say, well, you know what? Forget about it. So the destiny is never lived out. Sometimes along the journey, uh, you may feel good right? Things are going great. Um, you're going around obstacles, you're going over your obstacles, but sometimes and many times the journey gets difficult and the obstacles are not ones that I have to go around or I have to, um, 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 go over, but some obstacles I must go through there. I'm not getting around it. I'm not getting over it. I must walk through it. No wonder David said in Psalm 23, yea, though I walk through the valley, not yea, though I walk around the valley, not even though I walk over the valley. No, I had to walk 
through the valley. The good thing about it is that God is with us when we have to walk through, but sometimes those seasons are very, very difficult. You need to watch the podcast and I cannot remember what number it is, but if you all know the number, just throw it in the chat section, but the podcast where I talked about the process, um, um, to the promise, cause there's four phases of the, the process to the promise, the goal phase, the lack phase, the abandonment phase, and then the phase of discovery. But that abandonment phase, that is a very, very difficult phase. And we all must go through these phases along the journey to make that gets us in alignment with the destiny that God has has for us. Many people quit along the way. So they never step into the man, the mag- the magnitude of the destiny that is upon their life. You know what? The, 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 the obstacles, the difficulties, the seasons of difficulty that I have to get through, these are the most difficult, yet it is the most impactful because the fruit that comes from our lives because of those seasons are fruits that cause us to grow, that gives us new perspective, that gives us strength that causes some things to be stripped away from us. Maybe some bad energy of friendships, people in your circle that need to go. They can't go with you where God is sending you. And so sometimes we're trying to hold on to these people. That's not meant for your journey, right? And so God has to allow these seasons of difficulties to, to strip away what you're still trying to hold on to. And the reason why God has to strip it away is because it's going to assault the destiny that he has for your life. So he's, he's not so much in, 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 in tune with your comfort as much as he is, um, in tune with you living out your destiny It's so much greater than you just being comfortable. Comfortability can cause us to be stagnant, by the way. So just be careful of comfort, comfortability. But anyway, this season causes us some things to be stripped away, stripped away from you. Excess baggage to be removed from you that you did not need from the, from the journey. These seasons are necessary. The difficult ones are necessary for what I would need to walk out the destiny on my life. God has for me, something greater than the journey that yes, the destiny is, is great, but what God has for me on the journey is so much sweeter that when I step into destiny, I can handle the weight of the destiny. I'm going to talk about that in a second, because sometimes we don't have what it takes to handle the weight of our destiny. And we think God is going to give it to us, but God expects us to partner with him to work out some things that we need to handle the, the anointing, the weight of the destiny that's upon your life and upon my life. God doesn't send these obstacles necessarily, but he will definitely use them in your life and in my life. The thing is, I just want to, many people just want to, including myself at times, we want to just jump into the destiny. God, I just, just give me the destiny. I'm ready for the destiny. But if I can't handle the obstacles that I'm going to need to strengthen me, then the destiny, if I step into it before it's time, it can crush me. I don't have what it takes to handle the weight of it. Okay. So that's why you can't, you can't skip steps when it comes to this thing. Obstacles are great teachers in our journey. They help to shape us, prune us, develop me for what lies ahead of me. And might I say, develop me for what lies in me which is my destiny. Sometimes the obstacles on the journey is what is behind me. 
What is behind me? What do I, what do I mean like by that? Well, something someone said to me years ago that I'm still causing to be an obstacle in my mind. Um, I was, I was listening to this interview of a well-known, um, artist, he, uh, a celebrity, a, a singer. And he said, what caused him four years of depression and actually ended his, his music career. He was a well-known, very popular, um, R and B singer. And he said, what caused him to end his career is because one other artist while they were flying on a plane together, he considered this artist a friend, this celebrity a friend. And he went, when I say celebrity, I mean like, you know, y'all know what I mean by I say, when I say a celebrity, meaning someone that's, that's well-known and they're, they're popular in their music, in their, in their art industry for this particular person, they were both mu musicians. Okay. Well-known musicians. And so, um, they took him to the back of the plane and he told the guy who was giving the interview that, um, um, the way he sings is an assault against those who can really sing. He was trying to tell the guy, you can't really sing and you're adding these elements to your sound and you're hurting it for people like me that can really sing. So in other words, you're, you're, you're disrupting my destiny. Listen, no one can disrupt your destiny. Only person that can disrupt your destiny is you. People can come against it. Absolutely. People can come to try to thwart you, to try to distract you, to try to discourage you, disappoint you. Absolutely. But it's what I do with what they're doing. It's how I respond to what they're doing. It's what I choose to believe about myself, regardless of what they said. This guy allowed what that guy said to totally shut down his music career. To this day, he's, he no longer sings. He said he went through four years of depression based on what someone said to him several years back. So that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes the obstacles are what's behind me, what someone said to me, what happened to me, the disappointment that I experienced, the marriage that I, that failed, what didn't happen the way I thought it should, the regrets that I'm still living in. I'm still wrestling with the regrets. I made a house. I moved into the house of regret and I padlocked the doors and I insulated myself in a house of regret. And God is saying, I want to move you out of that because you have a destiny that you're meant to live out. And I don't want to see you die and take destiny with you. Hmm. If I'm not careful on the journey of destiny, I will allow these things to shelf me, delay me, put me on the sideline. And when I, when I allow this, it forces me to miss key opportunities that were assigned to my road of destiny. But due to obstacles, guess what happens? I get stuck. I can't move. I'm stuck. I'm, I don't, I, I feel like I, I, I just, I'm not even moving anywhere. I just feel that there's a delay over me, a pause, a stop. Here's the definition of stuck. Unable to move from a particular position or place. Unable to change position, change a situation to be fixed in one place or position. Can't move from where you are to be trapped to be lodged, to be immobile, to be immovable, stuck. When we are stuck, we lose sense of time. It's like everything just keeps going over our head. We're, we're looking, but it's almost as if we're just gazing out into nowhere. No sense of, of accomplishments or achievements or goals. I'm just stuck. 
So I mishandle um, um, time. I, I mismanage time. I, we give up because we become tired. We become weary. We, co- we become tired of trying. So we tell ourselves, I, I just can't. So I just remain stuck. God is sending me assignments, but the God, the, the, the assignments that he's presenting in front of me, I feel that I can't embrace them because I'm, I'm just stuck here. I, I have no stamina. I have no energy. I don't, I don't have any strength to get up and go. Remember Nadine's podcast is to inspire you to believe, inspire you to overcome and inspire you to go, to move from where you are. Sometimes stuck is not physical. It's mental. Matter of fact, it's always starts mental first before you start moving in the physical. This stuck, this, this thing is the, the, the assignments that's, the thing is that the assignments that's assigned to us that we're so stuck that we won't embrace, these assignments are a gift to us that when we respond to them, they actually move us out of our place of being stuck and they move us closer to destiny. They move us in alignment to destiny. God assignments are sent to, to help me align with destiny, to help you align with destiny. God also sends destiny helpers to help us to become unstuck. What are destiny helpers? They're key people. Go back to a previous podcast. I already talked about this, but they are key people that God places along our journey to help us get through seasons, to get help us get to our next season and even help us over, uh, help us, excuse me, help us in overcoming our obstacles by providing support but also providing, helping us to gain new perspectives. They help take the veil off our eyes to help us to see that there's more for me than where I am. They give us the the support, the energy, the strength. These people can show up in your life personally. They can show up on your job, in your family, in your church, at in or, or um at, uh, on, on a podcast <laughs> like Nadine's Dose of Inspiration and tons of other podcasts. They can show up in a book. They can show up through, I mean, these are God placing these things in your pathway to help you. And these are destiny helpers to help you to be aligned and move from where you are. So you can be aligned with your destiny. Ultimately it's God sending them your way, but we must be willing to receive the help because it's not meant these helpers, these destiny helpers, they don't last in your life forever. They come for specific reasons and specific seasons at a specific juncture in your journey. By now you may be looking at your life and looking over your life and you're kind of scanning it and you're realizing, you know what? I should be further along in my journey by now. I'm not necessarily, yeah, I'm not where I used to be, maybe, but I'm, I'm not where I should be. By now, I should be further along in life. I should be further along in my destiny and my journey with God, but I've allowed obstacles and tiredness and discouragement and disappointments and failure and what somebody said and what somebody did to keep me stuck here when I should be over there. So what can I do if that's, if that's you and you're asking, what, what do I do if, if I'm just realizing that I'm stuck, that I'm not where I should be? By now, okay, number one, you have to ask God if you're stuck here and by now you should be over there. You can easily ask God, God, 
Accelerate me to where I should be by now. Accelerate me to where I should have been at this point in my life. And you say, well, can God do that? Absolutely. God can redeem the time we lost. Now, there were certain assignments that I needed to be able to handle this next phase that I'm asking God to accelerate me to. So the next thing I got to ask the Lord is reroute the assignments to me that I missed. Reroute to me the assignments that I need to develop me for my next stage, for my next level, for, for, for where I'm asking you to accelerate me to, to be able to handle the destiny that is upon my life. God, whatever God has for me, these assignments bring me closer, but it also gives me development to handle my next, my next season, my next level, my next layer. God cannot accelerate you if you don't have the fortitude to handle the next level that he wants to take you to. Okay. So I remember, I thought that it was God's, um, responsibility to bring his destiny in my life. I thought it was that the God, that's your responsibility. And yes, to a certain extent, God will bring destiny, bring about destiny. The Holy spirit will bring about destiny in my life, but I must embrace it. I must receive it. I must partner with it. How? first mentally. I must partner with it first mentally before I ever experience it personally. We must do our part. (laughs) Listen, God will not do for us what he has assigned us to do. God will not do for us what's our responsibility to do. There are things that we must do. You must do. I must do that. God has assigned to us and he won't do it for us. And the longer you, I've realized this with my life, guys, the longer I take to be obedient to the God assignments on my life, the more I'm delaying my destiny. And I'm thinking, well, I guess it's not meant to be because God isn't doing it. God is like, no, you're not doing it. I assigned it. And I'll even give you the power to live it out. But you, you have to actually do the steps to live it out. You know, I wonder if I should just go into part two next week. I think I'm going to go into part two next week. I want to go into part two next week. Here's where I'm going to stop. I want to, I want to describe to you because there were a lot of prophecies that came over my life. Lots of problems. And, and they came over years. Okay. And a and majority, if not all of them that, that, that gave me the prophetic word that God was giving them for me. They didn't even know each other. Never met each other. It was in different cities, different States, different times, different years. And God will give consistent words over my life. These prophetic messages over my life. And I wasted years with these messages, with these prophetic declarations for my life. I wasted years thinking, well, if God is saying this, then he's got to be the one to do it. Sat back, folded my hands, waited for God to do it. And guess what? Years passed waiting for God to do it. I actually believe I'm going to tell y'all something. And I don't say this often, but I'm going to say it here. I actually believe that I, I, I should be a little bit further along than where I am. 
God uses everything. I know that God uses the space that I'm in right now. I totally know that, but I know that I, I know, I know that there is some, some elements to my walk that should be eh, a little bit further. And next week I'm going to tell you what, what I believe those things are and why I believe that is God speaks it over our lives but we must partner with, with it by coming into agreement with what he has spoken. And it first starts in our minds. And then once we get it in our mind, it moves to our heart and then it moves into action. But until you can see it in your mind, you will never apply what it, what you need to apply to actually live out what God is calling you to live out. I'm going to leave you with this because mindset is important. Cause you got to see it in your mind. What is a mindset? You will never rise above the level of your mindset. You will never rise above. The, I don't care. They could give you the corner office. You could get all this money that you want, all the business that you want. If you have a mindset that is stuck, you will never rise above where your mind is. What is a mindset? Your mindset is a set of beliefs that shape how, how you make sense of the world, how you make sense of yourself, how you perceive, how you, how it, inf your mindset influence, how you think, how you feel, how you behave, what you say yes to, and what you say no to. It's a sustained thinking pattern, a viewpoint, a perspective, an ideology, a value system. Let me tell you something. When you give your life to the Lord, and here's where I'm going to end and we'll pick it up next week. Okay. When you give your life to the Lord, you get saved, you get, you know, the spirit of the living God comes and in, in, lives inside of you. Let me tell you what's going to take time to be transformed. Your life is going to take time of transformation. You're not going to arrive to where you're supposed to be. No, it's a journey of transformation. And the reason why it's a journey of transformation is because one thing that has to be renewed in, or in order for this transformational journey to move about in your life. And that is you must first be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that renewing takes time. Why? We want to think the way we want to think. Remember your, 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 your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions. So how you think impacts your will. And so you get stuck in certain places. It's not because God has, you're not a child of God or anything. Your mind is not conformed and you will never rise above your mindset. So you're wondering, why am I not growing? Why am I going through the same things over and over again? I've been studying the word of God. I've been, I've been reading the word of God. I've been maybe going to church. I've been going to a therapist. I've been whatever, all these things that you've been, but I'm still at the same place. What, what is the deal? Your mindset. You must be transformed. The only way we are transformed, we must first be renewed in our minds. My mind affects my behavior, my decisions, the choices that I make, the places that I go, the people that I listen to, the things that I watch, the things that I read, the time that, how I use my time, the places that I spend my time, the people that I choose to have in my inner circle. All of that is based on your mindset, on your mindset. 
mindset, set of beliefs that shape how you make sense of the world and yourself. It, inf it influences how you think, how you feel, how you behave. It's a sustained thinking pattern, a viewpoint, a perspective, an ideology, a value system. Two ways that your mindset has been formed, has been uh, compromised, so to speak. You, the, the conditions in, well, your DNA, so, so, um, um, your personality, your personhood, let me, maybe not, let me not use personality. Um, um, but your, your, um, um, family makeup, right? Uh, your, your personhood makeup impacts, um, your, your thinking, right? And then the other thing is the environment in which you were raised in could be a culture in which you were raised in, how you were raised. These things help to shape how we see life. And so when God comes into our lives and he gives us the Holy Spirit, he has to renew our minds. And I'm telling you, one of the hardest things that is to be renewed is our minds because we have a thinking pattern that is there and it is fixed and God has to uproot it, but it will not be uprooted without our cooperation. And if I don't think that there's something wrong with my mind, then I will not have a reason to believe that it needs, it's worth needing a change. I'm comfortable the way I see things. I'm comfortable the way I think. I'm comfortable the way I process. And you hear people say, this is just the way I am. You are a set of your belief. So a man thinks, so is he, her. We'll pick up next week. We'll unpack some things that um, I've gone through in this area and how I um, partnered with God to conform my mind and it is still conforming, right? I haven't arrived, but things that I have employed in my life to help, um, um, take off old mindsets that were conformed because of how I was raised, what I was taught. I had to unlearn some things and then allow God to teach me through his spirit things. God had to take out so he could put, God is not going to put in on old thinking. Mm -mm. God's got to take out so he can put in. So you don't mix the two. And that will not happen without our cooperation, without our yielding, without our surrendering. Okay. I hope this was helpful for you today. We're going to pick up. Um, I have another um, meeting that I have. I have to be a part of, but we're going to pick up next week, God willing, and we're going to continue to walk through this mindset and the way we think is detrimental to us living out our destiny. Okay. God bless you guys. Love you. Lord, I just pray that the words that were spoken today, I pray that it pricked hearts. I pray that it causes people to ask two things. Yes, God, will you, um, 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 accelerate me to where I need to be, but yes, God, um, on the other side of that, would you give me reroute the assignments to me that I missed along the way, but give me the strength, the courage, the boldness to surrender my will to you as you shape my mind, as you show me thinking patterns that are disruptive and, and, and hold in hindering, um, a hindrance to my destiny. 
God, ultimately, we want to live out the destiny that you have for us, but there's a partnership that we must be involved in with you between us and the Holy Spirit to help us get along this path of living out our destiny. So I, Lord, I pray that that will be our portion, that we will live out our allotted years walking in divine destiny that you have placed on all of our lives. In your mighty name, we pray, Lord Jesus, amen. See you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.